everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Verbal Diarrhea. We will be discussing all kinds of stuff today, but specifically what it's been like to study during a pandemic in South Africa. So we both have been studying at this place called, um, it's, it's an independent university and I was studying graphic design. Graphic design is half theory. Well, I can't even say half. It's like 35% theory and like 65% practical. And by practical, I mean drawing, manipulating images. So graphic design students either have to have software and hardware that's adequate or the institution must provide for that. So with most graphic design students that study at my school, they don't have the equipment, at least not in first year. They rely on the equipment at school. I was lucky enough that my mom and I sacrificed last year so I could get a computer with everything that I needed from software to like the amount of memory on it, operating memory and that sort of thing. So I was fine when the lockdown began. So Jen, the lockdown began in on I know the exact date where they're like, y'all need to get gone. I think it was the 17th of March. It was exactly 17th of March. I remember because we were writing a test that day, a semester test. Mm. So yeah. So they were like, y'all need to get out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Practically chased us out. Practically chased us out. That's right. And like before that, I had been one of those trying not to like make a big deal out of it. I was like, no, we're gonna be fine. Mm. And you remember when we had like eighty cases? No, we started yeah. out with like, five cases, and over time they increased. Yeah. My entire class, like, I, I go to school with, like, <laughs> existentialists. So everybody was, like, low-key panicking already. And then the 17th of March came, and they were like, y'all need to get out. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I, le- I went home. My mom came back from work, and she was like, so why are you home so early? I'm like, no, they let us go because of Corona. I was like, nah, me too. Because my mom is a teacher. In my mind, it was only going to take like two weeks and we're going to be back on campus. Oh my gosh. Joke. Joke. You're playing yourself. (laughs) You're the game and you're playing yourself. (laughs) Did we go like six weeks without school? Yeah. We didn't even know when gonna be back at exactly it was unclear but like what was gonna happen yeah and then like april and then they were like on the 17th of april we're back at it and we're gonna be online yeah everything's gonna be online to be honest i had been struggling like with my mental health since the year so immediately when i knew we were gonna be back i knew i needed to get help so luckily, our university has like a counseling program. So I hit that person up. Shout out to Nina, my counselor slash therapist. She's 
LG. Anyway, me and her started talking like a week before we had to be back on campus. So for me, lockdown was like a re-traumatization. Um, I, when I was in grade 10, I experienced a similar situation where I had to stop going to school. This time for financial reasons. And like, I got depressed for like two years yeah. after that. So for me, lockdown was a re-traumatization. There was uncertainty about when we're going to be back in school. There was a chance my mom was going to lose her job, which she later did. And there was still school. Like, school yeah. was going to start, and, I was, and I'm an A student. I usually do very well in school. So for yeah. me, there was also the added pressure of, like, I'm going to need to, like, perform academically, even though, like, I'm living with loud people. So it was, like, I'm going to need to perform academically. I'm going to need... Yeah to work like work get yeah. actual work because with graphic design the theory subjects you write essays you write tests and things but for the practical subjects we work 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 and we have consultations with lecturers and a lecture you can do like three weeks worth of work and in one consultation your lecturer can basically tell you this is all trash friend yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm laughing, but like, it hurts. It hurts so much. So for me, it got progressively worse. So maybe I'm just a uh, pessimist, but like, it uh, objectively, my year got worse over time. Yeah. So like, I was living with people who didn't give a hoot about yeah. my mental health and my well-being as a person. And um, particularly one of them had had a problem with me since we moved in. Then my mom lost her job in August. And then two weeks after my mom lost her job, we lost my grandmother. My mental health had been taking a steady, like, I'd been on a downward spiral for months. Mm. And then my grandmother's death was like rock bottom. <laughs> between my mental health, between the financial stress. Mm. Um, oh, and my mom wasn't getting paid for months. Before she was fired. We're going to talk about it in a xenophobia podcast, but a quick summary. When you're a foreigner and you work for the government, Mm. once you've signed your contract, there should should be a period of three months where your certificates get certified, your paper, like your um, visa, asylum papers, whatever, get verified mm. as well as your registration as whatever you are so my mom is a teacher so her registration as a teacher gets verified yeah it should take three months it actually takes much longer so for that entire time while her stuff is getting verified she doesn't get paid people well tell me how do we so how are you expected to survive? But like you said, that's a different chat for another story, another story, another yeah. podcast. But like what que- yeah. the question I have now, do you think that it wasn't just a pandemic happening that your mental, your mental um, state deteriorated, maybe particular to your circumstances? Like you said, it was a re-traumatization and also the loss of your grandma. Would you say that made it more worse? Or do you think that is the one of the, the main causes or yeah, some of the main causes? 
So for me, the pandemic, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree, the pandemic caused like a base level stress, right? right? We are all having like an existentialist moment or have had one. You're confronted with the reality that you could genuinely die tomorrow. (laughs) Like it's not some off thing that you could get coronavirus and die. So that's like the base level of stress. For me, on top of that, I was living with people who had no regard for my mental health. Mm. And on top of that, I was dealing with the re-traumatization and financial stress. Then on top of that, I was dealing with loss, Mm. right? And then on top of that, school stress. Because my workload didn't decrease because of the pandemic. we still had to do the same amount of work for mm. actually a smaller period of time. Yeah. Because prior to the pandemic, my school year was supposed to end in end of November. It ended early October. So this time. I was mm. it was everything. It was everything at once. And yeah. Good God. <laughs> it was bad. You know, Man. from the sound of it, it was bad. From the sound of it, it sounds like maybe you did like everybody does have issues, to be honest. Like I don't think the pandemic was the only issue that could have made someone's mental illness worse. But it does seem like the fact that you ha- you are dealing with loss, you're dealing with financial stresses, you're dealing with anxiety. Some people deal with eating disorders. And then you have to do that in the mm-hmm. confinement of your own home. So not the pandemic itself, but the mm-hmm. the regulation of um lockdown that people must be locked inside the house so you're basically mm-hmm. sitting there with all the issues you've had before the pandemic or issues that would have happened regardless but it's amplified mm-hmm. like it was super amplified by the fact that now it, you deal with it inside your house you can't go out you can't talk to anybody like outside social media whatever you can't go and hug anybody like it's you alone inside your house dealing with all of this mm-hmm. so one of the other issues yeah for me, the mental health aspect, this is going to sound so terrible and everybody's going to hate me for listening to this, but the pandemic is has been the one time that I think my mental health has been at, at its best because when I was going yeah. to school, I felt like there was a lot of pressure and it could come mm-hmm. from my maybe mild um, social anxiety, but I really didn't enjoy being around people and I didn't realize how much, just how much I didn't enjoy being around people until the pandemic this was the only time that I could be myself. I didn't feel like I was being judged constantly. I didn't have the pressure of waking up early in the morning and coming home late at night. Um, there's just so much that happens, like especially on my campus. It's just not my favorite place to be because of just so much surrounding circumstances. But during the pandemic, I felt like I was more in control of my schedule. I could work out. I could mm. pray more. I could meditate more. Um, and I did a lot of things. And I felt like it's the one time that I actually grew spiritually mentally mm. like don't hate me y'all i know it's been a hard time for everybody but not for everybody like not everybody see, it doesn't mean so bad for everybody because i know that if i had to deal with what you dealt with what i did it would have been a completely different story but it just happened to that mm. i didn't deal with that and it, i guess it wasn't that bad that's why mm. i said the pandemic itself is not the issue but the fact that it amplifies is the issues we already have yeah yeah so the next issue we're gonna be talking about is the pandemic, like I said, it was an amplifier for mental health issues, right? What about inequalities? Yeah. Or inequalities to things such as access to internet or 
school, like basically the schooling system, because it really showed you who was privileged and who was not according to who had internet and who didn't, especially in school. Hey y'all, I was editing and I realized I didn't answer Jennifer's question. The pandemic definitely did magnify some inequalities within our society and especially among students who have the means and who don't have the means. Jennifer will further explain in a bit. For me, it was funny, that aspect of it, because um, I had access to the technology. Yeah. But my access to internet decreased over the year because we moved out of that apartment with the people who had no regard for my mental health and into living with my mom's friend where it was a more like mentally health friendly environment for me. But the internet was horrible. Like I cried in sheer frustration Mm. so many times. Because the internet was horrid. And shout outs to my school because they did what they could. But other students at other institutions were getting access to like 40 gigs of data from Talcom, for instance. And all my school did was give us like access to our student portal via Vodacom. And that's it. As far as internet. No, because that's the only contact that we had, not only with the outside world as in like social media, but like to contact the school, to go on with school. That was, everything was online. Quizzes are always online, but now they're more important because there were no tests. The exams were online. So if you couldn't perform, Mm. it would have been particularly, it wouldn't have been your fault, but literally because you don't have internet. But um, another issue that was brought up from like, what I do, we go to the same school. So another issue that was brought up was that we know that the school that we go to, being an independent university, the kids there are most likely to have internet access at home. So they use that as an excuse to give people less internet access because they felt like no people already have it. But that wasn't the truth because I know of one of my fellow um, students who they live alone and they only have a limited amount of dots and they couldn't attend class for a really long time Mm. because they did not, they didn't have data. And then one of my other closer friends also who struggled to do work and like literally just participate in class because she didn't have internet access and wasn't because she was poor Mm. or anything, literally just because she just, her internet wasn't working. Something was happening with with the internet provider she works with and they just weren't providing what they should have. So that did that mm-hmm. obviously that's talking about like a completely like different thing but speaking about the inequalities i notice the inequalities the most because we um me and you um what i do, got to continue with our school year or oh, they started continuing the school year mm-hmm. way before a bit like a month before other public universities could go on like my brother is in a public mm-hmm. um a semi-public high school and it was com- it was completely different experience for him versus my sisters who go to a private school and it sounds like they're favorites, but they go to a private school and they had in, they had all their work ready for them on the internet. Like everything was flowing so quickly because they had internet access and also because the schools were providing work on an internet access platform. This is my brother who they didn't even provide work for him on online, even though he had internet mm-hmm. access. So it just showed that if you were going to a private school versus going to a public school or going to like a, a better equipped school, 
versus not going to one, it would have shown you that now your whole school year, your probably your academic life has been affected by this pandemic. When it comes to internet access, to give you all some perspective, so my internet access in the beginning was perfectly fine. So I was able to submit all of my assignments like during the first semester on time. So now when it came to the second semester, I barely made it. And I had to write a motivation letter to the institution saying why my attendance shouldn't have been considered because I didn't have adequate access to internet. I missed a Mm. deadline because of lack of access to the internet because I didn't know when the deadline was. Not because I didn't do the work, because I did the work. And guess what? If I had submitted it on time, I would have gotten 80% for that assignment. Because internet access and because my lecturer went on leave immediately after mm. I submitted, after like deadline was off, I got zero on an assignment. So for those of you who don't recognize the importance of internet in an, in a yeah. time like this, students cannot perform yeah. academically without adequate access exactly. to the internet. They cannot do well. And it will not only affect their academics, but their mental health. So another thing we should talk about is the pacing of assignments. How did you experience the pacing of your assignments during this pandemic? Honestly, it was not that hard. Because I came up with a formula that I think I shouldn't even tell people because it's probably like the secret to life. But basically, if a task is due at like 12 o'clock, you're ending at 11.59, right? That's... That's the formula. So it's like last minute, last minute. And it's not because of like any inequalities that I faced or like I cannot even cry about anything, but literally because of terrible time management. So um, I just like, but you know, like what I said in the beginning about this was a time for me to to grow and it really did help to grow because now I didn't have lectures constantly like reminding us like, you guys are going to do your assignments or like people in the class, like usually what would happen I was, I'm in a class or I was in a class where the kids would be like done with an assignment before it was like even handed out. Like they were really like those top achievers, like too forward. Like, I love y'all. Mm. If y'all listen to this, I love y'all, but y'all just stressed me out all the time. And then I'm lucky <laughs> I see that you person, being that person. You would hate me. And who said I liked you in the first place? But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, so I'd always have like this stressing, this stressing issue where I'm like, oh my god, I gotta do my assignment. Everybody's already done. I'm done. You know that now that there wasn't any of that, there was no mm-hmm. lectures putting pressures. There was literally no one putting pressure on you. It was up to you to be like, I need to get my assignment done. I need to plan a time, and then you have like four or five um assignments that are due like in the same week. So there is no like, okay, I'll do this one, and then after I'm done, then I'll do this one. It's like they literally all that like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have tasks you can't do it in 24 hours. So that is something mm-hmm. that I actually had to learn, but I just like I just I guess I just adopted a bit of time management skills and also um resource skills like because we never actually realized how much we need each other's learners like in my class like I, I can't even downplay how other the other students like my other friends from from my class we were like helping each other all the time like you guys this stuff let's do this this camp let's do um yes I guess that kind of brought us together in a way and I hope they're doing okay but then I, I started understanding that, no, listen, I cannot do this on my own. I actually need help. And this is something that I wouldn't have done otherwise. So, yeah, but basically, like I said, the pacing, pacing of assignments 
I can give it all up to timetable manage timetable manage yeah time management. <laughs> yeah. Time management. Okay, so in for you, the pandemic helped yeah, your time yeah. management. For me, it killed it. it yeah. It killed I honestly feel like if you were disorganized before, this was a time to be organized. But if you were organized before, you were like kind of taken, was it like taking a gas? Like you're just taken out of context. I can't speak English, but you were just taken like, I really can't speak English, but you were just like taken apart. So like everything that you had organized before kind of fell apart. But because you were not organized, like I wasn't organized, mm-hmm. then I could build up you know, from nothing, but because you're already organized, kind of like blew everything apart. Mm. It really did yeah. blow everything apart, but not in the way you might think. For if I'd been in a program yeah. like yours, yeah. I would have been fine. But mine is practical oh, okay. as well okay. as theoretic. And what would often happen is the practical and the theory are due within the same week. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, but I cried during those weeks. Like, you would have a test due on Tuesday and another one on Wednesday and another one on Thursday and all your practical work for like six different modules due on At the same time. Make it a friend. The pacing for graphic, for mm-hmm. artistic students yeah. at my uni was ridiculous. It was insane. Did you guys ever think to like complain or like change it or anything like that? I wish we had thought to do I if I had like I said my mental health was suffering mm. this entire year. If I'd had better mental health, I would have been the person to like ring yeah. the alarm earlier to be like, this isn't gonna work. But because I was so organized in the previous year, I thought I would be fine. I was not fine. Oh <laughs> One topic before yeah. we finish up. How did you experience engagement in online classes? when you did attend i don't know if i'm gonna get in trouble for this like i hope none of my lectures listening but i i honestly like to be honest i felt like i've been on an online course this whole time because i never listened to my lectures once so what i would do right am i allowed to disclose this i'm gonna get into so much trouble but what i would do is we have teams right we're also working on teams right and Mm-hmm. I would just log in like if the if the the class is like at nine, I'll just log into the class while I'm in bed and then I'll just let it <laughs> let it run. I'd listen to her in my sleep because I felt like that's how I'd get more information. Cause it was like coming into my subconscious while I was sleeping versus like me being awake and actually paying attention, being a good student. So I was like, no, you know, work smarter, not harder. So I'll just log in. And I always I think I attended like about ninety-eight percent of my classes. Sometimes I'd forget. If the class was like later in the afternoon because I felt like after after twelve I was like I, no, it's over like it's done like there's no more class now it's over. <laughs> but if it was before that, then it was fine. So for you, would you felt like would you ever felt like being physically there was better than having an online consultation? Hell yes, because um I don't know how your classes mm-hmm. were laid out, but for us we weren't allowed to have a microphone. Oh, you weren't allowed on. to engage. Oh, okay. Mm. So engagement was a bit more complicated for us with the yeah. online classes because we couldn't turn the camera on and we couldn't have our mics on. And um a lot and sometimes we would have what they called global mm. classes, which was basically when students from Durbanville, from yeah. Durban, yeah. from Midrand, from all the campuses that do graphic design would be in on one call. 
And what would often happen is too many people would talk at the same time. So that made going to class less fun for me because I'm the kind of, like, even last year, one of the things that lecturers would often comment on for me is my engagement in class. I'm the kind of student where I'll ask you questions every two seconds and you will answer them because they're good questions. Like, and I couldn't really do that this year. One, because of my internet problems. And two, because it felt like I was yeah. interrupting and the like class. all these people. Like, I know, lo- logically, I know that you need to engage in class. But, like, some part of me would be like, no, that's, yeah. that's too much. <laughs> so, before yeah. this podcast gets too long... Um, we're going to close it here in the next episode we're going to talk about um, what it's yeah, been like for high school kids. students yeah. who are finishing up their okay. so yeah if you enjoyed this podcast rate us send us an email if you have more stuff yeah. that you think we could have talked about yeah just engage with us we are here for you guys so yeah mm-hmm.